Hello, this is Father Mike Walker of Father Mike's Podcast and Father Mike's Bible Study Podcast, the pastor of St. James Catholic Church in McMinnville, Oregon. If you would like more information about the parish or the podcast, please feel free to email me at frmikewalker at gmail.com. And now, today's podcast. It's somewhat of a common theme in many superhero movies. They talk about this you know, saving the world and many of these different superheroes in great fiction save the world from one event or from another event or a tragedy of some sort or a crime. But in real life, Jesus actually did literally save the world. Uh, Sometimes we don't necessarily understand this, but this is kind of the story of what we call salvation history. It all started, of course, going back to Genesis when you have the original creation. And in this original creation, everything had this perfect harmony between God, people, and one another. And afterwards, of course, we know that Adam and Eve, through their sin, brought sin and death into the human race. And from that point on, the world itself was never quite right. But also from that point on, God had a plan to save it and to redeem it and to restore it. And this plan came to its fulfillment in Jesus who came to this earth, dwelt among us, taught, died, and rose from the dead. And then from that point on, the effects of his resurrection took place in the world. So from that point on, we have an answer to sin and death because Jesus conquered it. We have an answer to the power of evil because Jesus has triumphed over Satan, and we have an open kingdom that is now accessible through faith and through the sacraments and through the life in Christ, and we have a share in that in his resurrection as well. And so this is something that happened not only in theory, but it was something that was spelled out in many different ways. You can see those signs in the scriptures themselves. Uh, For example, when Jesus is on the cross, just after he died, the soldier lances his side, and out from his side comes water and blood. It might just seem like a detail, but it actually speaks about this new creation. Because just as with Adam, it was from his side, his rib, came the new life, Eve, which is, her name means mother of the living. And so this new life comes from, from Adam's side, Well, the new Adam, Jesus, in the new creation, from his side comes also this new birth of the church. Those two symbols of water and blood represent baptism in the Eucharist. And it's from that point on that this new covenant is effected and brought into that new creation. And we can also see it even in those early appearances. In John's Gospel, Mary Magdalene goes to search for Jesus's body so that she can anoint it. it. And as she does, uh, she sees what she thinks is a gardener. And eventually Jesus calls her by name and she realizes that it's not a gardener, but it's, it's actually Jesus. But that scene of the garden. So remember in Adam and Eve, when they were walking through the garden in this, in this harmony and walking with God. Well, here we have in the new creation, Mary Magdalene, also with the gardener who happens to be God, who is Jesus, who is walking with her as well. And we also see this in the way that the early Christians and today, the way we worship. Because we worship 
not on the Sabbath, but on the first day of the week. And that's because in the original creation, it was seven days. In the new creation, that takes place on Sunday, the first day of the week, after the three days of Jesus' death. And this is why the early church continued to come together and celebrate the Eucharist on the first day of the week, because that's the first day of the new creation that we all have a share in. And so we can enter into that new creation through our participation in worship, as well as in our living in the gospel way. So, happy Easter world. You know, it has been resurrected. Now, it's not just the world, because that's the other thing that we can sometimes make a mistake about. We think that, you know, well, yeah, God saves the world, but what about people, right? Remember, people are the high point of God's creation. Well, the same thing can be said in the new creation. There are several, there are several stories throughout history of people who, through the power of Jesus and his resurrection, have seen a dramatic transfer, uh, transformation of their life and a restoration of their life and the promises that God gives them. It was a while back I was reading the story of somewhat of an obscure, he's not quite a saint yet, but he's on his way, he's called Venerable, and his name's Matt Talbot. And he was around in Ireland in the 1800s. When he was 13 years old, he started drinking heavily. And he continued to drink so heavily that people basically considered him a lost cause. He was just the town drunk. And he stayed that way for 15 straight years. It was actually so bad that, that he would do whatever he could do in order to be able to get his next drink. And there was even the story of him going up. There was a, a blind entertainer who had a fiddle and he stole the fiddle from the blind entertainer and went and hawked it so that he could go buy more alcohol and finally when he was 28 years old he thought you know I don't have to keep living this way I can turn my life over to Christ and I can be forgiven and I can be restored so he went to the church and talked to the priests and made the pledge that he was not going to drink from that point on And he did the hard work to continue to be in recovery. He went to daily mass. He prayed. He tried to do what he could to pay back all his different debts. He searched for the fiddle guy and couldn't find him. Uh, So after a while, he gave up and just made a donation uh, to another charitable cause. Uh, But he continued to live in this way, and he was generous and helping people around him. He ended up living into his 70s. You know, but that's just a... Another great example of how the power of Christ to transform the individual and restore them and lift them up through the power of the resurrection. There's a movie that's out that I haven't seen yet called Father Stew. And some of you may have heard of that. And I'm looking forward to seeing it eventually. But, but uh, he actually went to the same seminary that I went to. And he went to the same seminary that Father Argy went to and, and Father Zani went to. But he was between us all, you know, so I didn't know him and they didn't know him. But he was, uh, he was someone who, who had a similar story that he had his hard times and he had his rough life. But through the power of Jesus's resurrection, he turned his life over to Christ and did great things uh, through that as well. So happy Easter, resurrected people. But you know, it's not just people, right? Right. Because we have a share in this. 
And it doesn't take much for me to realize that if it weren't for the grace of God and for the power of his resurrection, who knows where I would be. Um, I can honestly say, of course, that I would be nowhere if there wasn't God, you know, but I think we can all understand that. But even so, if I did not have a moment in my life where God entered into it and helped to transform and restore me, uh, me as my hyper kid and in this unboundless energy that I had as a young as a young man, it's like I doubt if I would even be here after all that. But through the power and grace of God and His resurrection, resurrection, then you know here I am. And of course, it doesn't mean any of us are perfect, but it does mean that that grace and that power comes to us in many different ways. And we can see it in the way that Jesus affected the lives of so many people throughout history, even including our own life. There was a phrase in the gospel that we heard there where the women are looking for Jesus in the tomb. And the angel speaks to them and says, why are you looking for the living among the dead? It's not a good question, isn't it? Because I think that's another problem that we have is, is we, we look for salvation in things that cannot save us. And this is also a part of the history, people looking for salvation in maybe material objects or in power or position or false identities or whatever it might be. Where we find the living God is where we also find salvation. We find the living among the living. And if we have a share in that, happy Easter to us, because we also are restored and lifted up through the power of Christ. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. May God bless you and be with you as you live out your faith and serve the Lord this week.